Welcome back from the desk of Lo. I have with me on the phone somebody who I listen to since, you know, uh, I first discovered Detroit, Detroit hip-hop. Um, he was in a legendary group called Random Max. Um, I don't want to keep, because I could go on and on about this person right here, because I listened to him since forever. I got Guilty Simpson on the line. Yo, yo, what up, go? What up, go? How you doing, sir? I see you coming off uh, that fire EP with uh, Wheel. Re- is it called Re- Wheel Recognize? Yeah, yeah, my man's uh, Recognize Real, producer from Queens. I just did a project with him called, uh, called uh, Car from Stone. Yes, sir. I was just gonna say, uh, how long did that project take you guys to make? Uh, not long at all, really. Um, said probably about a few months or whatever. You know what I'm saying? He reached out to me and started sending beats. Asked would, uh, would I be interested in the project? I kind of like where he was going with the music. So, so we just made it happen, you know what I'm saying? So, came out with the project, you know what I'm saying? Hopefully, uh, people rock with it. I think it's dope. I got that in steady rotation. Nice, nice. Um, also, too, um, you were uh, a late, f- you were Jay Dilla's favorite. Would you say that? Um, I, mean, I, I think I was one. I think I was one of them. You know, I'm, oh I'm yeah, no, yeah, you were one. Sorry, I should have worded it better. You, you were one of his favorites. Uh, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, you know, from, from what he's told me, and you know, other people told me about how you know, uh, what I did, and you know, uh, look forward to working with me. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, yeah, sure. So like I said, I wouldn't take claims just being total favorite, but I'd say definitely one of the favorites for sure. So let's take it back to uh, 2008, like when you first released your album "Old Old to the Ghetto." What made you want to start doing music, Mister Simpson? Um. Well, really, uh, really, really, up until I had really started taking rhyming series, I was just kind of really, uh, just admired it as a, as a fan. Um, but uh, some of the guys I went to school with were, uh, you know, we're in a rap group, you know, so, uh, you know, I was kind of hanging around him, and I even went to the studio with him once or twice, and uh, uh, even before then, I had written my thoughts on paper before, but never really uh, just thought about rapping. I just think that uh, them doing it uh, made it easy for me to make that transition, because it was just something... Uh, more or less in my subconscious that I wanted to do anyway, you know what I'm saying? So, uh, yeah, the fact that they were doing it is, uh, you know, uh, ultimately what made it easy for me uh, to, you know, start recording in the studio since I was there anyway with them. So you were pretty much just around it and you're like, yo, let me give this a shot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of, you know, kind of, you know, and, uh, you know, even during that time, you know, we used to, you know, get drunk and, you know, smoke a little bit and freestyle. And, you know, it was like, I, like I said, it was like in my, in my subconscious, you know, that I think I was just kind of, you know, gravitating towards rhyming anyway. You know what I'm saying? Because, um, like I said, even, uh, even before I did that, you know, I had actually, you know, wrote stuff. And, uh, even before, even before I wrote my own stuff, I used to, if I had, if it was a rapper or a song I used to write back in the day, I would listen to it and pause the tape and literally write out what they would have written 
to make the rhyme, you know what I'm saying? So it was like I was training my like I was training myself to rhyme before I knew it was something I wanted to do. So it was like written there was like a written prophecy almost. I love hearing stories like that. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah, sure. And you came off like with a good, strong debut too. Like Old to the Ghetto is considered a classic from where I'm from. Um, would you would you uh, consider? Because I wanted to hear this from the actual person's mouth. Would you say the track "Run" inspired the group Random Acts? Uh, yeah, actually, um, you could say that. Uh, excuse me. The reason the reason why I say that is because um. Uh, you know that that was that was the song that I was reaching out to be to be featured on uh, on my album anyway, and you know I had already you know we had already kind of sang the music and you know kind of got it established that he was going to be on the album. So when he kind of doubled back, like you know, shoot man, let's, uh, let's work on the project together. Let's make a, let's make a group. Um, that that track and the potential for that song is initially what, you know, spiked uh, the idea for the collaboration in the first place. So, yeah, sure. Uh, run, run, run would be the start to all of it. So, um, how did you meet Sean Price? Because I know Black Milk's from the same city as you. Yeah, I, like, uh, I, I met him, I met him because, uh, you know, um, when I was familiar with his music already, you know, what he was able to do with Help Skelter and uh, Boot Camp Click and even after that uh, when he came out uh, you know, with Honey and Head and all those you know that that that, that, that stuff had come out and I reached out to him to be on the project uh, all to the ghetto project and then that's when it was established that he wanted to do the group that's how I met him I reached out to him to be on the song and we just connected like that. We didn't have a history before the feature. You know what I'm saying? The feature triggered all of that. You know what I'm saying? So, um, it's funny right, how that, a feature that, can that, do that. all that. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, I mean, uh, we, we just happen to just click like that. You know, I don't think, I don't think that happens that often. You know what I'm saying? Um, I just think, it, you know, stuff like that that has to happen. Never be another health and stoker or random max. Let's get that facts, people. No, no, no. So, you know, uh, that, that, uh, you know, even though it's as unfortunate as it is with the side piece situation, you know, that's what makes me 
all of that time I had around me and, you know, the time I was able to work with them, that makes me hold it. It makes me hold it even more dear to my heart because, you know, I, I've never had that opportunity again. So, you know, it makes me just uh, appreciate it even more, you know, so uh, as sad as it turned out to be. And uh, it's funny how you say that, too, because you also have another album that's uh, one of my favorites, too, is uh, Dice Game with Apollo Brown. I love when Apollo Brown does production for other artists. <laughs> when I found out that uh, you guys had an album, I'm like, oh, shit, I'm downloading this shit ASAP on title. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, oh, yeah. How did so how, how did that uh, collab about, uh, effort come about? Did Apollo reach out or did you kind of reach out? Or was it a, a song that y'all did together or a couple songs and you kind of did like, yo, we got something here? Well, um, actually, you know, I, I, give, I give Apollo credit for that. Um, you know, at the time, I was just kind of frequenting the, uh, at the time, Red Bull was having like a lot of these beat battles. And, uh, you know, you know, at the time, shoot, I was just kind of just going and kind of vibe out and you know, kind, of, you know, kind of get out the house and kick it a little bit. And, you know, at the same time, I wanted to scout, you know, the, you know, the, the talent as far as production went, you know, kind of like in our area, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, something was just telling me that I needed to go. And, you know, when I got there, you know, I was introduced to Apollo and, you know, he kind of was familiar, you know, with what I do and, uh, so he kind of kicked it with me like, man, you know, hey, man, we really need to, uh, we need to work. You know what I'm saying? I, you know, I hear that a lot. You know, usually uh, it almost feels forced uh, when rapper A gets in the room with producer A. They have to have this fake conversation of, yeah, man, we gotta, you know, we gotta connect and, you know, work on something. You know what I'm saying? So not saying that I brushed them off, but at the same time, I didn't really and equate uh, uh, us working together, you know, that seriously, because I was kind of moving around. But, um, uh, like, uh, and, and, I, and I think it's kind of misguided to say that I would frequent these Red Bull beat battles, because I would, I would attend them, but, you know, I would probably go see somebody, we'd probably go click it, click and connect and go smoke out in the parking lot. So I went to a couple of them without actually hearing his beat. You know what I'm saying? So we would kind of have this, you know, fake rapper-producer conversation. Or, yeah, bro, we got to do this. And eventually I was at the beat battle and he got to play. And, you know, he was playing his beats and during his round um, uh, while I was there. And I was actually able to be in the building and kind of hear him. And, you know, once he stopped playing the beats, I kind of stopped in my tracks and was, like, blown away like that. It's, the dude's ill with it, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, it's safe to say that after that, our conversation went different when we talked about doing a project. Uh, you know what I'm saying? I kind of understood uh, the significance of, of us working uh, together, you know what I'm saying? Because he had a sound uh, that, you know, kind of drew me, you know, to his production, so whatever. So, you know, yeah, that was really his persistence. Uh, that got that project done because, you know, like I said, at the time I was kind of moving around and, you know, uh, in and out of town and, you know, kind of bouncing around or whatever. So, uh, you know, his persistence uh, made me kind of pique my interest to kind of sit down and listen to what he had. And, you know, I'm happy I did because, you know, uh, Dice Game 
know, in some people's eyes or ears, rather, uh, is, you know, my best project to date. And, you know, and a lot of people would say that, and, you know, and, and, and by the content uh, on the project, it, it means a lot, you know, to you know, quite a few people. So, thanks for that. Okay. So, like, um, also, too, because I'm a big fan of Detroit hip-hop ever since I got into uh, hip-hop, because, like I said, uh, uh, Detroit hip-hop was some of the first hip-hop I ever heard in my life. Um, did you and Marv One really have a group called Guilty and Marv? Well, no, we, 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 we didn't, uh, we didn't have a, an actual group. Uh, what we did was we were part of a bigger group called X-Fans, and it was like a... It was like a a, a, a a group of groups, you know what I'm saying? It was like, you know... A super group. You know, he, he, right, right, right. You know, he was, it was like a, it was like a, 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 a co-op of cliques. Um, you, know, uh, you know, he was part of Fat Killers even to this day. He was part of Fat Killers, you know, even to this day. Um, I'm part of Almighty Dreadnoughts. Those are, those are, uh, those, those, are those are our original crews. And, uh, you know, we worked on a lot of music through the years together. Even more recently, you know, even um, this this year recently, we started working on the EP. And, you know, we might be like three or four songs kind of deep in that, and I got to get back to working on that. But, you know, like that's, you know, that's like my brother. So, I mean, that is my brother, you know what I'm saying? So, um, you know, so, so we're not necessarily um, a group per se named Marvin Guilty. But we are a part of a group together, and we are Marvin Guilty. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, that's, that's my boss. So, yeah, that, he's, that, he's definitely a part of uh, who I represent musically, for sure. So, also, too, because um, I, it's hard to find interviews on you on YouTube because, like, like I said, ever because like I noticed that I I wanted to do podcasts and ever since before I wanted to do it, it's like how your kind of your story is of rap, you know, like there's a kind of a written prophecy towards you. I'm just wondering too, um, what's something about Guilty Simpson, like a hobby, like PS4 or you watch anime, something that the fans won't know about you, but you would like to share it with the show, sir. Um. Like, what's something that's guilty something uh, like that you think that the uh, public wouldn't know? Yeah, I play PS4 sometimes, you know what I'm saying? Like, uh, uh, Black Ops or uh, Call of Duty or something like that. You know, I play that from time to time. Um, but you're more uh, focused on I'm the big on Lance. Uh, uh, I guess something that somebody doesn't know. I'm big on. Uh, Landscapes, you know, dope views, you know, so, you know, I'm dope on, uh, you know, uh, just a, a dope visual of something that I can see, that I can kind of admire, you know, to kind of bring, uh, bring me peace of mind. I like stuff like that, you know what I'm saying? Like, uh, uh, let's say if uh, the clouds are aligned perfectly and the sun is shining and, uh, 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 uh the silhouette of the buildings of downtown Detroit is just perfect, you know. Uh, I would take the time to really take that in, you know what I'm saying? Or, you know, um, uh, 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 a duck in a pond, you know what I'm saying? Like, you yeah. know, like, I, 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 I like to take... The scenery, I like yeah. To take the, I, 
considered like hip-hop icons and like you're a very humbled individual mr simpson i'm just wondering like what inspires you to be like that like what inspires you to be so humbled um i mean you know uh being around other talented people you know some that are uh, able to uh, use music as their means to provide I think it kind of helps me put it in perspective. It's like, you know, just, you know, just because you're talented doesn't really mean to guarantee the shot to do do music. You know what I'm saying? So I think uh, being around people that are equally as talented, and in some cases, maybe even more talented, um, and to see that that doesn't guarantee them an opportunity to provide for themselves through the music, just makes me understand that, you know, hey, you know what I'm saying? You know, just because I was blessed with the gifts to be able to rap, you know, there's something else, you know, that's, that's happening in my favor that allows me to be able to do that extra. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, you know, it's not really, you know, I mean, I'm, I'm well aware of my talent, and in some cases I might feel like I'm more talented than you know, this other rapper or, you know, yeah. this you know, whoever this other person is, I'm, I'm aware of that, you know what I'm saying? But at the same time, um, you know, I don't hang my hat on that, you know what I'm saying? You know, I just keep doing what I do, you know what I'm saying, to stay out the way, you know, and I just find that that's the best way to move in this game. Man, that's a... Uh... That's a that's a good 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 choice to answer, sir. Because like a lot of people, they would have been like, like like not not saying you, but like let's say like let's say if you were somebody else and they worked for all the people you worked with, I'd be like, I worked with this guy, I worked with this guy. Like you don't really like say that. All the people bringing up being like, yeah, I did, and I did. That's what that, that's what that's yeah. what lets me know you're a real one. Oh yeah, oh yeah. You know what I'm saying? Hey, but I, I put like this. I let other people run off my history and my accolades. You know what I'm saying? You know, I just I just let my music tell my story, and then I leave it up to somebody else to you know uh, quote the greatness of it or you know how you know how inspiring or whatever it might have been. I'm too busy creating the highlights to admire. You know what I'm saying? Sir. Um, I, I got two more questions for you, Mr. Simpson, and I'll let you go because I understand you're a very busy man, and I appreciate you letting me do this. All good, all good. Um, do you ha- play any unreleased music, like Random Acts, or even, like, just your unreleased music from back in the day featuring, like, just yourself that you just listen to and for yourself only that you don't plan on releasing? Um, uh, I mean, I, 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 I
But I don't, I don't, I don't really play it heavy. Like I said, I don't. I'm not really big on. Um, I, I'm not really big on listening to a lot of my music. Like I might go through phases, um, you know, where I might listen to some of my music. You know what I'm saying? But at the same time, I don't spend a whole lot of time listening to music I've created already. If I'm listening to something, I'm probably listening to some beats. Yeah. And, you know, trying to think of something new that I'm doing. But as far as just, like, slipping through my albums or, you know, like, banging dice game or something like that, I don't even, I don't even do that. Honestly, to keep it real, like, if I was, if I was somewhere and uh, if I was somewhere chilling at a bar and just because I'm in a place, somebody decides to run through this big Guilty Simpson catalog while I'm trying to have a drink or watch the game, I probably would feel embarrassed or uneasy, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I'm not, I'm not, I don't take myself that serious, you know what I'm saying? I think that's something for the fans to really enjoy, but, you know, I don't, I don't spend a lot of time listening to my own stuff. Okay, that's a, that's a good answer, that's an interesting answer, too. Um, also, um, this is a question that I ask all of my guests, um, and, and this is asked everybody does, too. Do you have any words for somebody in a dark place trying to see the light? Um, yeah, 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 for sure. Um, I mean, I think, uh, uh, uh I, I think, I think the best advice that I can give them is, you know, just understand that, you know, that, you know, I know it sounds cliche or whatever, but just understand that you definitely aren't, uh, the only person that's going through it. Um, in a lot of cases, um, uh, a lot of people, uh, feel and operate in pride. A lot of times they're too proud to admit how happy or unhappy they are. You know, uh, in this case, I'm happy. You know, some people like to uh, 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 shower themselves in drugs and alcohol, or you know, some people uh, uh, do it with work and uh, uh, money, and you know, just like frivolous things to kind of mask the fact that they're unhappy. You know what I'm saying? And, you know. Uh, so dealing, uh, dealing with uh, inner demons, you know what I'm saying, that make them uh, have dark thoughts and you know put them in dark places. You know, I've been I've been depressed before. Uh, you know, I've questioned uh, existence before. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, I've questioned uh, my purpose before. Um, so you know, for anybody that's feeling that way and feeling you know kind of hopeless or useless. You know, just kind of know that, you know, you're not alone. And anybody, it's not easy to identify uh, a depressed person. You know, everybody that's depressed isn't homeless. I've met a homeless person, and they said, you know, I really truly believe them when they told me this is the most happy and free that they've ever been in their lives, being homeless. And I've seen people with money that seemed like they had everything, and they were the most miserable, unhappy people that you could ever in your life want to be around. So I've seen the contrast from having it all to having nothing and everything in between. So, you know, just know that you're in a dark place feeling uh, sad or alone. Just know that you're not alone. So maybe it might be a good thing to reach out and express to someone how you feel because, you know, they might be in the same place. You might be helping someone uh, at the same time while you're helping yourself. Yeah, that's a, that's a really 
I appreciate you uh, sharing that because um, I hope somebody takes that and runs with it because mental health is a topic that I feel like is a, it doesn't get touched on a lot. No, no, it doesn't. It definitely doesn't. You know, you know, I mean, you have to think about it. You know, if I was to uh, break my arm, you can look at my arm and see that it's broken, you know, but sometimes when you're dealing with stuff like mental health and, uh, you know, stuff on the inside, and because people can't visually see it and identify it, sometimes they kind of take uh, the, uh, you know, you know, to, they try to take, you know, try to take away the, you know, the, the justification of it because they can't see it, you know. So, you know, it's, um, I've been around people that have dealt uh, with mental health and, you know, still to this day dealing with mental health. So I take that part of it personal. So, you know, that's why I kind of touch on it in some of my music, you know what I'm saying, and, you know, kind of, you know, touch on it a little bit, you know, and everything that I do because it's been so uh, present in my life, you know what I'm saying? Yes, sir. And plus, too, like, you never know who you can help you know, just by hearing it. You never know who can take that and, like, you know, it can make their life or even, you know, save them. Oh, yeah, for sure, for sure. So, you know, hey, anything, anybody can use anything that I put together to some music and, you know, get out of a dark place, you know, that makes it all the more better because, uh, you know, I've used it to, I've used the creative process to get me out of dark places before, you know, being frustrated or depressed and just the expression of the music has helped me. So, you know, uh, you know, hopefully, you know, my music can do the same for somebody, you know? Oh, yes, sir. Is there anything that you would like to plug in before I let you go, sir? Um, I mean, you know, pretty much, man. Uh, Tired from Stone with my man Wreck is Real. Uh, that's all right now. Um, I got another home. I got other, uh, uh, other uh, projects and stuff that I've been working on. Uh, you know, I plan on sharing with the world real soon. I won't speak on it too soon. But, uh, yeah, I'm locked and loaded, man, with quite a bit of music uh, that's coming your way. So, you know, anybody that rock with me or anybody who want to listen to some wild hip-hop, you know, I got something for them on the way. Oh, we definitely be looking, sir. And um, I'm always looking out for new Simpsons, so that's why when you dropped that, uh, that uh, EP with Real Recognized, I was like, oh, yes, great time. Oh, yeah, but hey, but I appreciate you listening, brother. Anytime, really do. Anytime, sir. Um, I respect real hip-hop, but with that being said, this is from the Desk of Low featuring Guilty Simpson. Detroit got some of the realest cats ever. No doubt, no doubt. One love, fam. Be easy. You too, sir.